My name's Josh, and I'm the host of Modern Mouse Radio, a weekly series connecting Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars to the real world and connecting the real world back to the stories, heroes, and princesses that we all love. My name's Shannon McCarter, and I am Network 1901's resident fangirl and book lover. I have a strange obsession with Peter Pan. I love Star Wars, and of course, I read like there is no tomorrow. I co-host Explain This Book to Me with Dale, where it's basically like a book club, but I am the only one that's obligated to read the books. I'm also the host of the podcast series The World That Never Was, a look into some of the ideas Disney had for its theme parks and the real-world issues that led them to never be built. I also make videos for our YouTube channel, including a little theory explaining how Jen and Cassian totally survived at the end of Rogue One, which is great news for me, considering they're one of my many OTPs, and that ship totally needs to sail forever. Plus, you can catch me hanging out at Disneyland on our YouTube channel, dropping history, facts, and secrets about the happiest place on Earth. So find me, along with Shannon, Angie, Danny, Dale, and Andy, over at Network1901.com. Bringing you everything under the Disney umbrella. Network 1901. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio. Expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode, because we have episodes here, not issues, of Weeby mm-hmm. Geeks. It is Brett, Derek, myself, Mike. No jewels this week, but we are joined from night, uh, Nighthood. Network 1901. There you go. <laughs> um, Shannon McCarter. Now, I, I, right. got, I got ish. Derek and I, along with Ken over on Wookie Radio, we talked about this. There's no way Cassian and Jen survived the blast. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure, whatever you say. Whatever you say. Okay. I, I want to okay. hear, hear this theory. Okay, so my dad called me in a panic and just said that the blast hit the antenna and that was it, and then he hung up on me. So I had to go see the movie again. But he's right. The the blast that the Death Star fires on Scarif only hits the antenna and it keeps going way in the distance. And I have relented. Krennic probably did burn up in, in that because he was way up there. But Jin and Cassian were all the way at the bottom. And why would they blow up their big archive tower? It's got all their stuff in it. And it looked like they'd won from the sur- like from up above. So I don't think they actually, you know, tried to blow up the entire base. I think they just took out the antenna the blast kept going. My ship can sail forever. It's just just sails. Interesting. <laughs> it's an interesting theory, uh-huh. but uh, un- unfortunately, um, just like the Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru burnt up action figures, as Cassian <laughs> and Jen at the end of the end of the movie. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, could yeah, they're probably a pile of dust now, so you yeah, can... she's literal stardust now. <laughs> <laughs> See her nickname 
was accurate. Yeah, her nickname was foreshadowing. <laughs> you can mix you can mix their dust together, and there's a relationship. There you go. There's the ship. If nothing else, it can be a ghost ship. But I still have hope. Still have hope. There, so can't take that horse. away. <laughs> See, that'd be like mixing M and M's, Reese's Pieces, and Skittles together in one bowl and leaving it in a break room. Anarchy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till the sequel to find out if they lived or died. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. (laughs) All right. So, fess up. How many people did you trick with, oh, there is a sequel? When you you gave the date. And when you gave the date, May 25th, 1977, did they either go, oh, ha, 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 that's funny, or I don't get it. (laughs) I saw a lot of people on Pinterest who didn't get that, because that was floating around on there. Everyone was like, what? There's a sequel to Rogue One? I'm like, people, come on. Yeah, the circles I run with, I don't think uh, that would fool too many people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If they would, I would have to uh, reconsider my uh, friendship with them. <laughs> Basically. No, I, I was surprised I got away with it uh, with someone at work who, you know, he, he claims to be a very heavy movie fan and a very heavy uh, Star Wars fan. I'm like, dude, he, I think he just lost some Star Wars geek cred because you fell for this and you fell for it hard. Oh, man. Because <laughs> as I told him, I said, yeah, there's a oh, Don't tell me. Let me look it up. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's coming out May 25th, 1977. <laughs> that far? Oh, all right. <laughs> so, but something that's not going to be around too much longer. Fangora Magazine. Um, th- this came across on my Facebook uh, timeline, and this comes from thedevilseyes.com. Interesting name, right? After 38 years of bringing behind-the-scenes coverage of horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, Fangora will not be printing another issue. Wow. Uh, on February 11th, uh, former editor-in-chief Ken Hanley, Ken W. Hanley, actually, took to Twitter and dropped the bomb that he wasn't working. He hasn't been working for the company since December. Huh. Uh, his quote. Been been waiting a long time to say it, but I can finally say I'm no longer involved with Fangora. I've been on hiatus from the company since uh, in the company in mid December. I will always be grateful for the time and opportunity there. So it's a effing bummer. Of course, he actually. Since we're trying to keep it family friendly here, mm-hmm. um, he also made another statement concerning the affairs of the company. For those wondering, there will will never, there will likely never be another issue of Fangora, especially in print, unless there's new ownership. Um, currently. In the stores, uh, currently in the Fangora store is issue 348, and it's digital only. <laughs> so, uh, in an update from the 12th, Fangora claimed that the news of their print issue is false. They quickly backtracked, saying, uh, we'll have an official message from our present owner within a day. Thank you for your patience. Hmm. Uh, from the 13th, here comes the official statement from president and owner Tom DeFerro. DeFerro, I guess. D-E-F-E-O. I'd like to thank the readers and subscribers for their patience as we deal with our internal issues. We will carry forward and devote our efforts to make amends with all that have been inconvenienced by, in our current state of affairs. And then they went on, went on to add, 
These words are in no way excuses, more the bitter truth about the current circumstances involving our print publication and the interruption of production. With time and continued patience from our fans, writers, artists, and subscribers, we'll be continuing... Uh, we will be working endlessly to make good on funds owed for magazines or articles written. In the meantime, we will continue to conquer the uphill battle to restore our print issues that our fans urgently longed for. Def despite the current standstill of our print issues, our website and social media will function as normal, and Fangora will continue to support independent artists and filmmakers as we've done for the past 30-plus years of our history. We hope that you continue to support the first company in the business that jump-started your eternal love for horror. To me, that sounds like um, the ship is the Titanic is sinking and the band's still playing on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like it happened just all of a sudden. Sounds like a lot of internal problems going on there. Sounds like it, and uh, I don't think they're going to get resolved anytime soon. Mm -hmm. They've been around forever too. I can't believe that. Yeah, thirty oh, that's years. That's crazy. Uh, I didn't think they started that late. You know, considering yeah. uh, what some of the other ones. Uh, Star was it Starcade? I heard of that one. Oh, I, uh, I know there's a bunch of others. I've always known F Fangora for more horror than I do sci-fi, but there is one for sci-fi. Mm. Um, it's Star something. There's a couple other behind-the-scene movie effects types. One I want to say sudden effects. Mm. Um, I just can't think of them. <laughs> I would see them on the newsstands, but I was always be into the. The music magazines like Circus and Cream and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I wasn't too big into the movie ones. Yeah, they're... they're uh, I wish I could remember what they are. I could see them. Well, apparently there's a geek magazine that is all geek pop culture based as well, and it's called Geek. Like, yeah, there is. That one would be cool to get a part of. Mm -hmm. So, um, honestly, I don't think I'm going to miss it, but I'm sure there, there are people who've been subscribers for 38 years who... Probably going. Oh, yeah, there. Uh, I can think of a few, a couple of my friends that used to like the magazine. They don't say going for 38 years without any fans, so oh sure yeah, people will definitely miss them. Uh -huh. yeah. There'll definitely be some diehards out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm going to. That doesn't help me either. This one time I thought going to Wikipedia would help. Uh, stupid me. <laughs> Trying. What are you looking for? Science fiction magazines. There's Cinefix. Yeah. There's SciFan, but that's not the one I'm looking for. Mm. Starlog. That's it. Starlog. Oh, yes. yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> wow, that one just came out of nowhere. I have no clue. <laughs> I thought you saw it on a page. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, wow. Like Rain Man over there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, an excellent driver, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Five, five minutes to Wapner. Yeah. <laughs> five minutes to Wapner. Yeah, there, there's 13. 13 toothpicks. Oh, man. There, there, there's two dreads. Yeah, two dreads. <laughs> that, that was a segue. No? Uh, oh, I missed one. I we're, yeah, you missed one. Doing divergent. Yeah. We're, we're diverging. <laughs> Speaking of yeah, dumpster fires. Going. <laughs> we're going to diverge. I'm like, what? I thought... <laughs> we're going to diverge here. Yeah, let's, let's diverge. Um, I, I think we do. 
but uh, in divergent news, uh, Shailene Woodley will not be part of the TV franchise finale, which I gotta say, I'm, I don't really care. I don't like Shailene Woodley. She's the main character. Um, but uh, the books are better. Go read the books if you want to know what happens. That's all I gotta say. They're, they're gonna make the last part of the movie into possibly a TV show, TV series. Probably not anymore because a lot of people just aren't on board for it. They're not, they're also not getting um, Miles Teller, um, who played, uh, his name's escaping me, but he was the bad guy antagonist. Um, yeah, all I have to say is, if you want to know what happens, just go read the book. It's better. You'll enjoy it more. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and the third book is just a third book. They didn't do like everyone else has and split it up. Right. I think they have the money. They couldn't even get the third one, one third one up. Well, no, they got, they got the third, they got the third yeah, one Yeah, they got up. like half of it. Yeah. Oh, they did? Oh my gosh, so, that's even worse. Yeah, then, then they were going to split it into two, which I... Just I, I can understand for some books, but for this book, I'm like, why? Just do the whole thing, man. Just don't squeeze wow. it out. <laughs> Hunger Games, there was no need to. Okay, Potter, no. maybe. Harry Potter, maybe. Twilight, no. Well, we Twilight, we probably. It was long. We don't discuss Twilight. We don't discuss Twilight. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I was a teenage girl. I <laughs> and I was I, I loved Twilight when I was in middle school. Now I look back at it and I'm like, oh, why did you read those? They shaped well, me. It's who I am now. <laughs> For, for, from what I've heard, the books are okay. From what I've heard, the books are okay. It's the movies that are horrible. The movies are very bad. <laughs> vampire. The only reason why vampires should be sparkling is right before they go poof. <laughs> Um, I, I agree. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> oh, go go for it, Derek. <laughs> I was going to make a comment about vampires going poof, but that's all right. Ah, where's, Jules when, where's Jules when you need her? She's a fan of the uh, Vampire Diaries. Uh, oh, which, uh, that's which, a uh, According to the uh, advertisements I've been seeing, uh, it looks like it's coming to an end, so I'm sure she's going to be upset about that. Yeah, yeah. CW has been airing the heck out of that. They're like, it's yeah, the yeah. season. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. I want more Arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> want more Flash. I don't care about Vampire Diaries. I'm glad it's its last season. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Put it out of its misery already. Yes. So, Boy, that's even worse. I, I thought it, that it was just the final movie. I didn't know it was the second half of the final movie. That's yeah, the even, second yeah. half. Which, wow. that, I will be honest, when I read Allegiant, which is the last book, it completely destroyed me. Like, that book is, it just, it messes you up. So I can't imagine that the movie could possibly do it just, justice. I won't ruin it for you guys. I am I am a book lover on Network, at, no, on network 1901. I am the only one that, like, reads books religiously. But I will not ruin it for you guys. Because I know you guys want to go read this young adult trilogy and find out what happens, so. I read The Hunger Games, and I like that. So I, I might yes. check it out. This, uh-huh. this- I think the Hunger Games are probably better than Divergent. Although with Hunger Games, I think they got worse as they went on, whereas Divergent just kind of stayed. Except except for Insurgent. Insurgent was not that great, but either way, the Hunger Games are just depressing and. Candace never really grew as a character. She's just kind yeah, of always really being controlled be. by everybody. <laughs> she she yeah. was a whiny little the fault brat. in our young adult books. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. A lot of was, young adult heroines. <laughs> no, no offense, Shannon, but Katniss epitomizes the millennials. She does, though. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> as a millennial, I can agree. <laughs> um, I, I just found it odd that it's it's been a couple of years since the last film. It came out what twenty fifteen? 
Yeah, I don't even remember. Oh, I don't even think I ever even saw it. Because they didn't hype it very much, and it just did not do very good. Did it come right. out around the same time as uh, The Fifth Wave or something? It was like a time where it was just like all young adult movies were coming out, and they just all tanked. I don't even think I realized it came out. So that was probably the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out when it came out. Quick, to the IMDb. Ugh, that's where I'm going. <laughs> 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 oh, 2016. <laughs> it was 2016. It must have been early 16. Uh, yeah, because I, I have no memory of that. Really? It was? Really? Wow. March 18th. Hmm. Almost oh, it's got a 5.7 on IMDb. <laughs> uh, probably got swallowed up by Batman versus Superman. I bet, yeah. That's oh, probably what it was. Swallow up of justice. <laughs> the, the the funny thing is, it doesn't even list um, Woodley as even doing the second second book of Allegiant or the Divergent or the Allegiant really? film. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's her upcoming projects: Big Little Lies, No Baggage, and Adrift. In other news, I did hear that Big Little Lies is supposed to be great. But mm. I don't know. I, I, still, I don't know. It's like some HBO show, but it's supposed wow. to be like really good, like about, I don't know, it's supposed to be like super modern and cool, but I don't know. I just saw it on Good Morning America. It's like, go watch it. And I'm like, I probably won't. It's, a, it's, <laughs> an, interesting, it's an interesting cast. Yeah. Alexand- Alexander Skarsgård, James Tuber, Laura Dern, Adam Scott, uh, Sarah Baker, Larry Bates, Sarah Burns, PJ Byrne, um, Hong Chow, Chloe Coleman, that's one of the kids, Keelan Coleman, um, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, David Monaghan, Catherine Newton. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. She's way down there. <laughs> Shailene Woodley, they're all way down there. Uh, Catherine Kavari, Virginia Cole, Tim True. Now we're getting down to like people who are only in part of the episodes promoted. I can't think we can. Uh, like one episode. <laughs> best boy uh, number two or <laughs> yeah. I I will announce I'm not involved in this film. Uh, here's an interesting character. It's Mark Witten. His character is Nikki slash Trekkie Monster. Huh. <laughs> what? Interesting. Interesting. No joke. Intrigue. <laughs> Well, now I must watch it. <laughs> we must know now, obviously. That's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> so, can it get any? <laughs> LaRoyal Tut, Smoking Spider-Man. <laughs> what? Well, we, must we be can... an Elseworlds story. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, see, didn't see him in the Spider-Verse. <laughs> well, we, we could go ahead and jump from, from this into <laughs> Dread. <laughs> I'm feeling a sense of dread. Yes. <laughs> what do you There's mean? There's that segue. <laughs> so, yes, I love this. This uh, the title of this article on Movie Pilot. Dread producer confirms that Dread Two is going to happen, but it might not be what you want. Dun dun dun. Well, isn't that just wonderful? Yeah, great. So we all remember the Dread movie. I'm assuming, yes. Yes. Yep. As a millennial, yeah, I do not. <laughs> Oh, let's be honest. You didn't see, you didn't see Dread? Oh. No, but I, I watched the trailer, and I gotta admit, it looked pretty exciting. Now, we're talking about the Carl Urban Dread, not the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dread. Which I am the law. <laughs> so, 
it's, it says this this I don't buy I don't believe this one but it says while Sylvester Stallone's 1995 version of Judge Dredd may be considered a cult classic uh, I guess pushing a little yeah. far way yeah it was not the most most faithful adaptation of the comic that is true it was packed with over the top goofiness Rob Schneider and Stallone refusing to cover his face ah. Uh, the release of Dread in 2012, starring Carl Urban, who was awesome in the part. Yeah. Being, I, I, I'm a big Judge Dread fan from you know back in the days. I used to read the comics, the British comics. Uh, that's right. <laughs> do, uh, that's right, you heard. Did you read them while you were drinking tea with your pinky up? <laughs> I certainly did. Doing other British things. Uh, as tell it was, people pass by. <laughs> I read them while I was drinking warm beer yeah. as a 12 year old. As a 12 year old. That's uh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it does, doesn't it? So, the release of Dread in 2012 would mark a resurgence for the character and its star, Carl Urban, was the perfect embodiment of what Judge Dread should be, which I agree with. It got great reviews, uh, the fans loved it, but it was considered a box office flop and lost nearly $10 million at the box office, which is really sad. I don't, I just I don't, say that Carl Urban is kind of the kiss of death. Any show or movie that he's been in, aside from Star Trek, is like so, Yeah, I was going to say. Word of mouth helped Dread earn another $19 million from home video sales. And fans were clamoring for a have been clamoring for a sequel ever since. Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor, not a movie killer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love Kyle Rubin, but yeah, you're right, Brett. There's I can think of a few things he's been in that have not survived. That one uh, sci-fi one where his partner was a cyborg or something like that, or an android. Oh, the, the TV show, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. I, I don't know almost why. Human. Yeah, yeah, almost human. I like that. Yeah, show. That, was, that was actually good. I don't even know if that lasted a full season. I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> so, in a recent interview with Collider, Dread producer Adi Shankar confirmed that a sequel is definitely going to happen one way or another. Uh, he said, if anyone is still wondering, there's no update on a Dread sequel, but I'm going to make it happen at some point. It may not be live action, but it's going to happen at some point. Oh. There, will, <laughs> there will be more Judge Dread at some point. He said, like, some point, like, three or four times. One of the things I had heard was a potential Dread animated series on Netflix. Yes, that's a, it's saying, uh, yeah, they mentioned the animated series. I don't see anything about Netflix here, but... They have that a tweet from uh, Carl Urban. Yeah, it says, I do I, it at, oh, Netflix or Amazon. There's a gold mine of awesome Mega City One stories. Yeah. I could I could see it uh, on Netflix, and I could also see it being good animation, uh, mm -hmm. like if they did like a like an old heavy metal kind of style or something. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like a live action. Uh, the show would be pretty sweet too. Yeah, that would be cool too. But uh, again, financials sounds like that might not happen. <laughs> Yeah. It will at some point. Yes, <laughs> some point. <laughs> some point. <laughs> so right now, it's uh, it's still a possibility. It's not dead yet. Oh, and uh, they were talking about uh, fans of Constantine. I just uh, watched uh, Justice League Dark the other night. Very good. Was it? Uh, yeah. I want to. Yeah, I want to check that out. I still, I still gotta watch Justice League versus Teen Titans. That was pretty fun. I need to watch that. I've heard that one wasn't as good. 
It's not the best one, but I'm I'm a Titans fan, so I I liked it. Ah, yes. <laughs> and uh, um, I got the uh, Blu-ray, and it has a feature out of the the uh, Judas Contract uh, animated oh, movie that's coming out. Wait. That's sweet. Oh, oh I yeah. saw that on Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna combine like a lot of different things, not just the, the actual Judas contract. It's gonna have a brother blood in it as well. A few issues before that, mm. uh, so they're gonna include that in. I don't know why they have to con- include Blue Beetle and everything like that, but I guess they're doing it um, for the continuity of the the current universe that they're in. Yeah. So it'll fit in with what they're doing now. Yeah. I mean, Blue Beetle wasn't even around in the Titans back then. This is true. That still looks like it'll be good. I didn't know uh, Christina Ricci was uh, voicing Tara either. <laughs> but uh, they interviewed her. Had an interview with her on the featurette. Well, that's cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That'll be exciting. Yeah, one of my favorite all-time comic stories. Yeah, I love Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, have in, I have a copy of Endgame, which almost picks up like shortly after Judas' contract. Mm. It's the final book between uh, um, Wolfman and Perez. It's their final story. I think that was right before Perez um, left DC. But, um, of course, Super Bowl, we saw some some great previews. Uh, The top one was Guardians of the Galaxy, which is going to look amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I can't wait for that. The trailer made me Groot alone. <laughs> yeah, the, the trailer yeah. for the new Pirates m- movie was was pretty well done. Eh. Um, <laughs> Do we need a Pirates movie? Not really, but yeah. I haven't seen any since if, the first this, one. If this one is as good as the trailer looks, this is them redeeming for the last two films. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. And that's going to be a stretch. Yeah. (laughs) But then there's Logan, which everyone has been going, this is the Wolverine movie we should have had from the get-go. The style movie we should have. Yeah. I can't wait. Then we see Laura, a.k.a. Laura, Mm -hmm. who, as we see in the Super Bowl trailer, um, she's got claws, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, and excited. And awesome. the trailer, it just shows her being operated on. And I guess Fox, with her, shows her kind of her origin. Fox yeah. did a promo called the Laura promo, where it shows her being turned into X-23 and going through that whole thing. And then I, I guess it ends with her cutting herself and watching herself heal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's intense. It really the is. One, the one thing that I don't like about Wolverine in any of the movies are the claws. The claws are, like, way too big, I think, or look weird coming out of it. Yeah, sometimes they do, yeah. And um, with her, especially, she's so little and has, has these humongous claws, but in the in the footage, when she's in the action parts, they seem smaller than, so yeah. I think hopefully they'll approve it, but some of the footage here... Now, I haven't noticed, big. have any of you noticed if they do the uh, foot claw, or... And the trailer, it has, like, blood on her legs as well, so I don't know if that's Mm. has to do with that or what. I kind of never really been that crazy about the foot claw. I think they just did something to make it different from from Wolverine. Yeah, but that's what it feels like. It feels like, oh, we need to do something different, so we'll put a claw on her foot. (laughs) Different! (laughs) See, it's Wolverine, but not Wolverine. Wow. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to get kicked by it, that's for sure. Well, yeah, no, yeah. definitely not. But <laughs> yeah, look, Ma, but, but I do love X twenty three, so I'm I'm 
excited that they're uh, bringing her into the movies, and hopefully we'll see a solo movie of her. Yeah, at some point, because I'm, I'm really liking her and as the new Wolverine. Yeah. Well, that's I, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking they, you know, Hugh Jackman's supposed to be done playing Wolverine, so right. my guess is they'll have X23 be the new Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I apologize, Brett, for stepping, <laughs> stepping on you a little bit with yeah, the Yeah, I was like, was I supposed to do that? Or? <laughs> so, I'll give you the option. Do you want to do the next story? Sure. Or do you want me to go ahead and take it? I'll go ahead and take it. Uh, this is from comicbook.com. Um, there's been rumors flowing around, first with the director and writer of the, of the new Batman movie, and now even more, uh, new rumor going around that Ben Affleck reportedly doesn't want to play Batman anymore. Yeah. Uh, Sad. This yeah. does not bode well. Well, and then when Kevin Smith comes out and says he's not touching it. Yeah. Right. And this is just some, after a month ago, he was promoting his um, movie Live by Live by Night, that he confirmed that he would be directing the Batman as his first standalone film as Cape Crusader. Yeah. But after Live by Night bombed in the box office, causing a $75 million loss for Warner Brothers. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Affleck reportedly experienced a crisis of confidence, questioning whether or not he could simultaneously direct and start a big budget superhero movie. And then he chose to step down as director of the Batman and citing his desire to focus on the acting side of the role. Which is fine. And now he's talking about bailing out of that. Yeah. While many have hoped that would put an end to all the drama surrounding the Batman, John Campia is now claiming that three separate sources have told him over the past four days that Affleck no longer wants to be the Dark Knight in the DCEU. Which would... I don't blame him, actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the way that the DCEU is... uh, Shaping out. I have no faith with that with any of these movies, so no. 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 Like I had faith, but then it just keeps they keep letting me down. Yeah. Batman Heart, Superman, Suicide Squad. Uh, uh. Yeah. I Although, have to forward Wonder to Woman. Wonder Woman though. Yes. Yeah. I still have some faith in Wonder Woman, but right. yeah. But other than that, not so much. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm also uh, concerned about it. Yeah. What, what's, what's the other one that they're talking about uh, shortly after Wonder Woman? Uh, they're doing Flash. I don't know when that one's coming up. Actually, it's the it's Flash. That's got Ezra Miller in it. The Flash. That's, oh, the, fl- okay. that's the Flash. <laughs> that's another yeah. dumpster fire of a movie that's changing directors and yeah. writers and everything else like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is there. Finally, <laughs> just saw him run by. And if he, he, I guess he's in talks with uh, Warner Brothers to get out of uh, being Batman. And if they do not let him out of being Batman, the standalone Batman film uh, will be the last time we see Ben Affleck as Batman. Man, that's gonna. I wonder if he's gonna have to give him money back, or I wonder what kind of contract he had for that. Oh, I'm sure he's got a major out. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. Oh, yeah, <laughs> something. I definitely think that uh, Matt Damon was definitely the brains of this, uh, of the Goodwill Hunting crew, <laughs> 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 as far as uh, career tra- trajectories go. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Affleck was kind of just riding on his coattails there for a while. I don't know. He's like he's done some good stuff. Like uh, well, I can't remember the name of the movie. See now. when you have to think that. <laughs> no, that that movie. It's a sign. About, yes, that movie uh, about the, town. the. No, well, yeah, that was that one was good too. But um, the one about the hostage crisis. Argo. Yeah, that one. That one was really good. But for every one of those, we have a Geely. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. So is the rest of the world till somebody goes right. until you get that one person, Brett, who remembers and mentions it. <laughs> <laughs> Always when you're talking about the worst movies ever made, you know, that'll that'll come up. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as movies like that get brought up, movies like Keep sliding, sliding past. Man, I gotta give you some credit. You you always find an interesting way to bring that in, <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't believe that it was actually Howard the Duck um, mentioned. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, Legends. Legends. Yeah, Star. Legends. Yeah, yeah that, that was killer. That was. I was great. laughing. Young George Lucas. <laughs> That that was, that awesome. was yeah. I I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The Lucas episode. Oh my lord! Drops left and right. Oh yeah, that was a great so, one. Um. Well, continuing continuing on with uh, blunders of Warner Brothers, like the Flush. <laughs> Yeah, that almost sounds like Mel Gibson's career as well. Uh, that, was, that was a that was a big. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't any there. racial there wasn't any racial slurs getting spotted out. As <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so, uh, well, his career's not dead because apparently he's making a comeback, and they're even thinking about putting him in the next Suicide Squad movie. Which Why? I I can't think of anything that will make Suicide Squad better more than Mel Gibson being in it. <laughs> He's That's, not going to be in it. Uh, He's going to be directing it. <laughs> just as bad. Oh, even better. Yeah, just as bad. Oh, yeah. Gibson is reportedly in talks to direct the sequel. Yeah, that's... Now... All right, so... Can't be worse than there. According to the report, no official offer has been made. However, Gibson, who is in early talks with the studio, is currently familiar familiarizing pardon me, himself with the material. Nevertheless, it appears as though the studio is pursuing other directors as well, including Daniel Espinoza. Who? Daniel Espinoza, who I can't think of what he has done offhand right now, but I know his name. Uh, Warner Brothers has not responded to for comments. Now, most of the cast, including Margot Robbie and Will Smith, are expected to return. He directed Safe House. Safe House. Uh, what were you saying? I just don't understand why the Suicide Squad's getting a sequel. I know it didn't even do that good in the theaters. No, like I get, like yeah, the announcement. It did surprisingly well in the theaters. Yeah. It kept it making money for a while. And I mean, you it, know, they announced Gotham City Sirens, which to me is enough. But I don't yeah, know. they're they're trying now, to, they're trying to give the movie a chance to find an actual ending, uh, an actual <laughs> ending instead of five the or actual six story. Yeah, five or six See? endings. Yeah. Here it says, although Suicide Squad, ah, uh, you son of a. Stupid video opening up on the phone. Although Suicide Squad received largely negative reviews, including my own, uh, the David Ayer film, the David Ayer film surpassed the first Iron Man film at the global box office with a total of three hundred eighteen million dollars. Which that's just not fair because Iron Man was such a better movie than I know, right? (laughs) 
Suicide Squad. Now, the the other thing that that's killing me is I seem to recall reading something recently within the last month or so about Mel Gibson talking smack about superhero movies. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what he was saying, but I do seem to recall that, which makes me question why he would be offered or want to do Suicide Squad. Court order. Wasn't um Court order. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the director of uh, Batman vs. Superman, um, wasn't he saying stuff about super, superhero movies? Zack Snyder. Or was it just the fans? Yeah. It's just the fans saying okay. Snyder should never. I thought uh, that he was saying stuff about superhero movies. Or... Yeah, see? see it says, according to a uh, quote from Mel Gibson, I look at them and scratch. He's talking about uh, big budget movies. I look at them and scratch my head. I'm really baffled by it. I think there's a lot of waste, but maybe if I did one of those things with the green screens, I'd find out different. Oh, maybe that's why he wants to do it. I don't know. Maybe they do cost that much. I don't know. It seems to me that you could do it for less. If you're spending outrageous amounts of money, $180 million or more, I don't know how you make it back after the taxman gets you and after you give half to the exhibitors. What did they spend on Batman vs. Superman that they're admitting to? And it's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Well, I can't argue with them there. <laughs> if that doesn't get you excited for Suicide Squad, I don't know what will. Right. Well, <laughs> exactly. Looking at, looking at Rotten Tomatoes, Suicide Squad was critics' percentage is 26%. Iron Man, depending on which going 1, 2, and 3, is 94, 72, and 79, which I think that's high for 3, because 3 was horrible. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. But you still got to remember the fantastic flop, most recent <laughs> version. Do I have to remember? <laughs> still sits at 9%. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and what was the uh what was Gem in the Holograms that was only in theaters for two weeks? Oh, oh my god. Wasn't that like based off of like a doll too or something weird? It was, uh, uh, based on a cartoon series which and, and had which had toy a toy line had with it. Toys, yeah. Yeah. Back, <laughs> back before you were even a dream in your parents' eyes. It, that's true. <laughs> that is an accurate statement. <laughs> Uh, now I feel old. Yes, you want to feel old? Jim and the Holograms, 18%. Yeah. My birthday Saturday, I already feel old. <laughs> now, make us feel old is the realization any of us could be Shannon's father. Shut up! <laughs> Well, my dad just turned 50, so... Oh, good, I'm oh not my there God. yet. <laughs> Four years older than, than we are. Or I am, at least. Uh, well, if we go by the current age, four years, we go by what I turn, three years. <laughs> I'm about to turn 43, so... Yeah, I'm living old. the dream. <laughs> I'll be 47 in, in August. I'll be 21 in September. Wow. Wow. Not even thinking age yet. Wow. <laughs> well, there goes our plans to take you out for beers later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just ruined it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nobody heard, a lot later. Nobody heard that. <laughs> so is this live? <laughs> it ain't Memorex. <laughs> no. Oh, Shannon, you probably don't get that reference. See, Memorex used to be a... <laughs> you see, back, in, back yeah, a long Cassiel. time ago, we used to have these things called cassette tapes. Cassette tapes. <laughs> hey, yes. my car has a cassette adapter so I can listen to my phone in my car. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Her, her car must be from the 90s. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, my my um my car is the same age as me. It's a ninety six. Ninety six. That's the year my wife and I got married. I graduated high school in ninety two. <laughs> That's when Melissa graduated high school. I was 89. Yeah, she'll she'll be 43 this year as well. She was born in 74. So was I. Yeah. Ah. Hey, you young whippersnappers. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my my cousin. (laughs) Yeah, my cousin thinks I'm old because I was born in the 90s and she was born in 2002. Uh, Oh, jeez. Yep. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's a shame. My daughter is seven, and she knows more about m- most music groups from our generation than she does groups from her generation. I mean, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. I don't wrong. think that's bad. Since there is a lot of garbage out there, there's a lot it, of garbage. It, and you and you can send the hate mail too. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I use your fans to listen to the show. You can send that that hate mail to Jules at. Uh, all right, so we we can stop teasing. Oh wait, <laughs> there's that segue. <laughs> That's a segue because Terry Hatcher's teasing. Ah uh, yes, Terry Hatcher is teasing her Supergirl costume, which you know I am a huge fan of Supergirl. I know some people don't like Supergirl, but I love it, and I'm excited because her character might be the Queen of Daxum, which is really intriguing for me because my favorite character right now is Monel, and he is definitely the Prince of Jackson. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't know about you guys. You, you guys watch Supergirl? You guys into Oh, that? yeah. Do. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. Like it. Sure. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I've always had a crush on Terry Hatcher for, <laughs> for a long time, so it'd be good there to see go. her. Yeah. And then uh, also uh, Kevin Sorbo is going to be appearing as well. Let's see. Yeah. Hercules. Hercules. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to be so. far behind? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> So, well, speaking yep. of far behind, or we could go far, far away. Oh. Uh, another segue. I see it. You're like all professional and stuff. <laughs> no. Just <being laughs> cheesy tonight. Uh, tonight? I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Gotta get those uh, yeah, this is from ScreenRant.com. Uh, titled is a new animated Star Wars show on the way. Um, after Disney bought them, they've put a really big. Actually, before that, Lucas was in on the Clone Wars. Um, yeah. That saw Cartoon Network's biggest series premiere in the network's history uh, and won multiple daytime enemies. Uh, the show was canceled shortly after Disney's acquisition of Lucasfilm, but many of the show's themes and characters live on through Star Wars Rebels, which is currently one of the most watched shows on Disney XD. Yeah. Um, there's there's yeah, an animation. So. Yes. Animation is clearly a priority for Lucasfilm. Many of the franchise's most popular characters originated or lived solely in animated stories. And both the Clone Wars and Rebels serve as clear influences on big screen events. And Rogue One, a Star Wars story, which made use of characters, ships, and events from both series. I have to say, they've got a picture of Ahsoka in there, and she's my favorite character of all. She's like my favorite Jedi of all time. I could just, I could watch a show with just starring her. Yeah, I'd like to see that, yeah. Well, talking about Ahsoka, I heard rumor that um, Rosario Dawson wants to play Ahsoka in 
in one of the movies. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. It would, but I can see it. I would much rather see, uh, much rather see Ashley Eckstein continue it. Oh, it's in live, yeah, yeah. Because there, there are some pictures floating around from when she cosplayed Ahsoka, and she, she was perfect. Oh, really? Yeah, I have not uh, seen those. Yeah, it says um, up to the end of the second season, uh, Rebels um, animation had been produced under David Filoni. He's no longer with the company. Um, and as the start of season three, he's no longer going to be with them. Supervising director for Rebels, according to his statement from Lucasfilm, he's still involved with Rebels, but also stepped into a larger position in which he is creatively overseeing future animation development. Uh, Lucasfilm was planning on ending Rebels after season three with no fourth season officially confirmed. Uh, could the newly revamped synopsis for the end of season three mean that the show will end with the showdown with the Grand Animal Thrawn? If there is no season four, what does Star Wars animation have in store for fall 2017. Hmm. They don't really say what they're. Yeah, they don't really I, say what they're planning. No, I'm not. I'm not ready for the show to end. I don't know why are they ending. Like they say, it's the most popular show in Disney XD. I don't understand why. Yeah, why yeah. would they end it? Yeah. For the same reason why they ended uh, the Tron series after 13 episodes. It was a Tron series? Yeah, it was really yeah, good. It was awesome. I totally missed that. So here, here is Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka. Is she the one that does the voice? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's really cool. And, and she's got the look down pat. Mm. I, I don't see why there's no reason why she can't do it. Mm-hmm. But it would have to be um, something in the pat. Well, I guess they didn't really bring her to an end with her fight with uh, Vader. So it, it wasn't like a clear she's dead. So we don't know if he killed her or not. Speculation. Right, yeah. Speculation. Everyone's saying she is. Mm. But here, the, the plausibility of her still being alive is a lot better than Jen and Cassian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I felt, I felt uh, that. I felt uh, it. Oh, that's, wow. called, that's called looping the show feels. back around. Oh. oh yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was pretty impressive. I, I will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will I will not be I, you you cannot change my mind my ship will sail forever <laughs> impressive most impressive <laughs> see even Vader it's uh, you know yeah <laughs> what can I say. <laughs> Uh, there's only one thing you can say. Oh, no, I, I get it. I get it. The first rule of Robot Fight Club is you don't talk about Robot Fight Club. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> yeah. This deal is getting worse all the time. So that does seem to be the case. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you two voluntarily joined the show. That's true. <laughs> after it was Hopper. <laughs> You knew what we all were getting into. Actually, uh, I'm not sure we did. (laughs) I blame Jules. Yeah. Uh, She's the first one I started talking to. Actually, I think Derek's the first one I talked to. Actually, I think it was... I might have been the first one Derek talked to as well. Yeah. So, well, speaking of talking, I don't really want to talk this story, but... We'll do it anyway. <laughs> Disney's Guardians of the Galaxy attraction will open in May. Woo! Of course, hey. that can only happen in California because we're, we're getting the crappy property that's opening up here in May. <clears throat> Pandora. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. Yay. 
<laughs> Just like Cameron's movie, original movie taking 11 years to, to get made, it's almost the same. <laughs> they've, been the working on this. they've been working on this for like five, six years now. Really? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long while. I, I, the only reason why I'm looking forward to cast previews or when this thing finally opens is I want to see the technology involved. Because supposedly the, the technology involved for this whole thing is proprietary to to Disney at the moment, which means we could be possibly seeing the same tech type of technology when Star Wars lands, the two Star Wars lands open in 2019. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Disney revealed that Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout will open May 27th. Huh. That date sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Avatar is opening the same day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, announced last year that uh, Guardians is going to be taking the place of Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, which everyone was panicked that, oh, no, they can't do that to Walt Disney World. No, it's California that's losing Tower of Terror. Ours are still around. Um I could say ours. So, um, but you know, that is funny because that that is the ride that I had the huge panic attack on, and I still have not ridden the Tower of Terror. <laughs> I haven't been back since then. Uh, <laughs> I had to really ride the, the Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, I had to ride the wimpy elevator all the way back down. <laughs> <laughs> But in a report from Marvel.com, Disney revealed the ride will include randomized visual and audio effects inspired by the film soundtrack. Interesting. Which the new soundtrack's going to be just as intriguing. Yeah. Uh, the attraction launches alongside the park's limited time Summer of Heroes celebration running May 27th through September 10th. Hmm. Things that make you go, what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> so I add the story for somewhere else. Oh, come on. Um, the the event will debut a number of Marvel-themed experiences, such as Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Dance-Off, which uh, I, I don't know <laughs> Sounds if, like a party. <laughs> it, it sounds like the, the Frozen part, or not the Frozen, the, uh, the Incredibles dance party at Tomorrowland and at Magic Kingdom. Um, don't be surprised if you run into the Guardians of the Galaxy on their way to the Milano, with Star-Lord firing up his old-school boombox and getting the party started. Gamora may prefer to stand back and observe, but everyone else is bound to get get in the groove and show off their moves during this awesome rock and rock and roll bash. Wow, that sounds fun. That, so that just you, sounds so. <laughs> so you can hear a little, oh, you can hear little ditties like <laughs> or or. Yeah, just to name a few. At least, at least the music will be great, but the dancing probably mm. won't be. Yeah, uh, yeah. superhero better than dancing nerds. Superhero <laughs> encounters. Hopefully, they have some medical staff on board there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they know nerds and physical activity don't mix. Right. I pulled something. Could be some pulled <laughs> hammies on that one. <laughs> Superhero encounters. For the first time, citizens of Earth will come face to face with Groot. <gasps> Groot. 
You can also step up and meet Captain America along with everyone's favorite web slinger, your favorite neighborhood, Spider-Man. No, not Hawkeye. <laughs> not Iron Man, but Spider-Man. There will be uh, a Avengers training initiative. Black Widow and Hawkeye assemble young recruits for a series of tests to see if they have what it takes to join the ranks of the Avengers. Ooh. Sounds like a another show to go along with Jedi Training Academy. All I can think of when I'm reading these is uh, in the flash when H.R. Wells does the uh, opening of Star Labs with Cisco's yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> hologram. <laughs> see all this exactly. stuff going wrong. Uh, <laughs> heroic encounter Black Widow. Black Widow will arrive on the scene several times throughout the day in an armored Avengers vehicle for her heroic encounter with guests. Does that mean she's going to fight the guests? This <laughs> is a heroic encounter. That sounds very heroic to me. <laughs> Who knows? Stop, sir. Don't eat that hot dog. <laughs> this hot guy shoots it out of your hand. Put That'd the, be pretty awesome. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Put the turkey leg down. <laughs> there are no more churros. You're cut off. Yeah. <laughs> the doll whip has ran out. Please calm down. Uh, grab a piece or a bite of the action. All that heroism make you hungry? Want a token as a proof of your adventures when you get home? Special themed merchandise and food will be available throughout Hollywood Land. AKA Hollywood Studios. <laughs> that that's the funny part. Between Disneyland and California Adventure, they had to take the four parks of Walt Disney World and cram them into those two parks. Huh? Like Hollywood Land essentially is studios. There is an Interventions, which is Epcot. The only thing I don't think they have is anything compete with uh, or compare to Animal Kingdom. Sounds about right. They don't have any kind of like animal attraction there. I'm surprised. Not like not like Animal Kingdom. Yeah, no, not nothing like Animal Kingdom. Well, they are as well as that one uh, open up. I'm surprised they would try that again. (laughs) No, the animals died. No, very few. There's been thought that there was some controversy when they first opened it up. No, there was initially because it was another animal park, but all the different groups and everything came out that were against it. Mm. A lot of the leaders of the groups were going, um, how can we stay here for the night? They get better care than what we do at the hotels. (laughs) 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 And a lot of them were staying at non-Disney hotels. Mm. Oh, mistakes for me. And and that's why the first couple years of the promotion of Animal Kingdom, they always said, "Animal Disney's Animal Kingdom. Not a zoo, <laughs> and it was and and not a zoo was a word that they created. And it was N A T A Z U, not a zoo. Wow. <laughs> Look it up on like, YouTube. The cringe level is high. Yeah, <laughs> I could safely say Animal Kingdom was o- opened its doors 19 years ago on Earth Day. Wow, it's been that long. Well, yeah, I guess it has because I've been there. So, and I've been to Florida in a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I got hired on with Disney. Is they were backfilling techs who who left studios to go to Animal Kingdom. Okay. That was nineteen huh. years ago. Wow. Um, so I share the same anniversary as Animal Kingdom. So I'm debating oh. if they do any Animal King. If they do any Animal Kingdom twenty year merch. I might grab a T-shirt or something. So, uh, (laughs) Shannon, that means you're, what, uh, two years old when that opened? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, one or Uh, two. (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) 
There are there there is video on YouTube and sh- with Shannon in diapers walking walking down to the Tree of Life. <laughs> well, actually, you know, the first time I went to Disneyland, I was or Disney World, I was in kindergarten. I think I was I was like four or five or something. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just Around remember, that time. <laughs> just remember the world comes to Florida. The land goes to California. Right. Which is about the way it is. <laughs> so, well, we had Shannon on for, because she was supposed to be joined by Dale, who you might have heard from over on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Uh, but you guys have some big news over on Network 1901, and I apologize we didn't get this going at the start of the show. <laughs> Um, yeah, would that news be that we have a brand new Monday show, possibly? Nice. <laughs> Monday? Yeah. I, yeah, I we have a brand new Monday show. Um, no, we have, um, we have Discovering Star Wars still on Friday. Um, they just watched Rogue One, so they're moving through them pretty quickly. That's almost done. But on Mondays, we've got the Disney Culture Club now instead of the D-Cast. Um, it's still very similar to the D-Cast. We're still trying to work out all of the kinks, but it's a lot of fun. You get Dale every week, and then you either get me or Josh with him, and we do box o- We do like the box office. The box office top five. We do this week on YouTube. We do news, uh, Disney community stuff, all kinds of fun stuff. You should definitely check that out on Mondays. And you can check out other podcasts, too. We talk everything under the Disney umbrella. So there's something for everybody. And if you're a fangirl like me, then you can just fangirl with me because I, I tend to just it, just break out into fangirl at random moments. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, be, you know I'm more. a big fangirl, so. Yes. Hey, hey, you know, anybody can be a fangirl. Anybody can. <laughs> it's an inclusive term. <laughs> Well, nice. since Dale was supposed to be here, what can you tell us about Discovering Star Wars? Because I know he wanted to plug that as well. Yeah, um, Disco- Discovering Star Wars is actually really cool. It's basically Dale having his friend who has never seen Star Wars ever uh, whoa, watch whoa, all whoa, the whoa, Star whoa. Wars What? Movies. Never I seen know. Star Wars? How is that he's never seen him. I know. And he's, you know, he's never ever seen him. Of course he knows about him. He knows, like, stuff from just anything. But he's never seen him, and he's watching them through like he started in episode one and he's going all the way to force awakens so he's watching him in that order well at least he goes from bad to good instead yeah. of us going right that was kind of the thinking <laughs> yeah really yes yeah and he should be, their, he should be, their energy should be doing, is really fun they should be doing the machete order yeah uh, they they have gotten a lot of crap for what order they should be doing them in but um he's I mean, just now finished that trilogy they're about to start the originals so wait, okay. when, goes when up I, when yeah. I introduced my daughter to Star Wars, I, I didn't do the machete order completely, but we did do original trilogy first, then the prequels. Then we went and saw Rogue One. So, I mean, not Rogue One, Force Awakens. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah so nobody that's... introduced the Star Wars to me, like the Star Wars trilogies to me. I had to find them on my own. So sad. But you really? can discover them with Dale. Yeah. No, like my dad was kind of into them. My mom was not into them at all. None of my friends were into them. I'm just like, hey, there's this thing called Star Wars that's cool. Like, <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> that tends to happen with me a lot. Nobody's ever into what I'm into. It's a sad world for Shannon. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't even born during the original trilogy, were you? No. <laughs> yeah. She, she, wow. was bar- she was barely around for the prequel trilogies. Yeah, I really don't yeah, remember really. them being a thing. <laughs> so, wow. I don't know, man. 
All that matters is that I've glad you're making up for lost time now. Yeah, I'm I'm making up for it now, and now I'm like completely obsessed because I'm I'm in charge of uh, the network's Pinterest page, and a majority of that is Star Wars pins because I just like I can't stop. A lot of it is Jin and Cassian because I shipped them so hard and they totally survived. (laughs) But you know, whatever. Well, there, there's a song. There, there's a song about their relationship. Oh, is there? Is there a yeah. song? Yeah, it's yeah. Hunk a hunk and burning love. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I would say Later. that was a burn, but that's another pun. Yeah. She catches on. Oh. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lee Lewis sang about him too. It's great balls of fire. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, these are all scorchers. Yeah. <laughs> Won't you light my fire? Uh... that's no moon that's a death star rain down death well i like how they have different settings for it it's not just planet destroying they can dial it back a bit just fully screw stuff up well remember remember, there's there's settings on the death obviously right remember too when they converted the spaceship earth to the death star Oh, that was a beautiful sight in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that beautiful? Um, they had the Death Star shoot down X-Wings. Ooh. Oh, nice. A, a little overkill for X-Wings. Yeah. I don't think the Death Star actually can hit X-Wings. Oh, they did that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> they I don't, down yeah. the crowd. If the I remember from Return of the Jedi, they can't hit, the Death Star can't hit fighters. No, it's just planetary targets. I mean, it could, I mean, not with the main cannon, but it can with all the turbo lasers and everything else that's on it. Well, yeah, that, yeah. But I'm talking about the the, the main cannon. The super laser. <laughs> we must fire the super laser. Fire the super laser. So, Jen and Cassian's favorite song is by Bon Jovi, Shot in the Dark. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can only uh, think that, that you know them so well. Bon Jovi, bon Jovi was out. a band in the eighties. In case yes. you didn't know, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> bon Jovi. <is. laughs> now you, 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 are, you, you are aware Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings. I, I am aware of that. <laughs> She's, I thought she was going to say Wings. Yeah. Well, see, I don't know who Wings is, but I know who Paul McCartney is. Hey, all right. <laughs> okay, he was in a band before his solo career. He was in two I do bands. know that. Okay. I do know that. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of We Be Old Geeks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Teach this young millennial a thing or two about my, uh... media. <laughs> In my show notes, we discuss Shannon's age and come to the re- realization that we are really, really old. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Two, episode 206, We Be Geezers. Yes. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> Geezers. Yeah. I think it's SpongeBob when he's like, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Monday. So do you guys do the podcast live? Are they doing it live, or do you record it and then release it later? Or yeah, how does that- um, they record it and then release it later. Um, I think 
like in real time, I think that they've gotten through like just about all of them. But um, there's there's still four more episodes left, maybe five. There's some like talk going around with the last episode that I'm not quite sure about. But um, you should definitely catch up on it. They're really funny. Like their their commentary is hilarious because obviously you know the co-host. Um, I'm I'm gonna look it up because I don't want to I don't want to get it wrong and make Dale upset. I'm so sorry, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> it's he, like he I know he yeah. doesn't listen anyway. Hi Dale, yeah, in no. case you are. <laughs> Hi Dale. Um, but yeah, no, Andrew, who's he's the one that hasn't seen him. Like he has such a fresh take on them, and he just like he doesn't care what anybody has to say. Like it's like, oh, is this the thing? Oh, well, I saw it this way, so this is the thing. And he knows a lot about like movies. He was a film major, and they're they're really awesome. Like I highly recommend checking it out. It's it's really cool. So how old is Andrew? Uh, he's the same age as Dale. They're in their thirties. Okay, so. Whoa, that's old. Yeah. Whoa! Older than me. Yeah. I thought it was uh, having a kid go through or a younger person. Well, they are younger, yeah. but they're well, a much well, no, older like person. Well, no, like the reverse of that is that I do explain a young adult book series to Dale. That's our other Friday show. <laughs> Is this uh, Divergent or some other one? It's the Lunar Chronicles. It's basically Disney princesses mixed with Star Wars in the future in its awesome mm. best book series ever by Marissa Myers. Check it out. <laughs> and what day, what day is this one on? Uh, the Explain this book to me. Yes. Um, we have done three out of four books when Discovering Star Wars ends. We're going to pick it up with the last one, which is going to be a nine-week adventure because it's 823 pages so okay. so you guys just like kind of go yeah we like rotated ongoing on series okay yeah we, we rotated on fridays so you'll get like sometimes you get explain this book to me sometimes like it'll be discovering star wars we also have um the world that never was which is something that josh does which is mm-hmm. very popular he talks about like things that were going to be in disney world or disneyland that just never came to be um he's working on that as we speak so stay so, tuned you won't want to miss the african two. pavilion such as the african pavilion that's actually episode one of his series. Nice. Yep. Interesting. The closest you get to the African Pavilion currently is the Trading Outpost. Trader's Outpost. Hmm. Is that at Epcot? It is at Epcot. Ah. At least yeah. at Epcot. <laughs> they, they, were suppo- they were supposed to do... Uh, who wrote Roots? Oh my gosh. Who wrote it? Yeah. Yeah, that's fast. You know this. Oh, I can't think of his name. Of course, my internet's designed to be slow. As we all race the internet. Alex, Alex Haley. Haley. Alex Haley. Alex Haley. If you go, if you go on YouTube, you'll find um, you can find the uh, op- the opening weekend or the o- opening TV special about the opening of Epcot, and it's Danny Kay hosting, and they run into. Um, I have to look. Look at the video again to tell you exactly where at Epcot. I want to say it's near the near the walk from Future World to World Showcase. They run into Alex Haley and they talk about the African Pavilion that's coming. Problem is, it never came. <laughs> a lot that's of sad. a lot yeah, of really. political, a lot of yeah. political uh, connotations behind. They they didn't know what country it was going to represent. They didn't know. Um, yeah, the, the, there there was just a lot of inconsistencies or um, 
with who who's going to put up money for it. Yeah, and Josh goes so in depth into that. Like there, there's there's a lot behind that, and he he talks about that, and he talks about like they were thinking about doing like a Noah's Ark thing, um, in like Animal Kingdom or something, and he talked about a lot of like the religious problems behind that, and he goes really in depth into all those issues, and everybody seems to love Josh, so I would hop on that bandwagon. <laughs> awesome. There was also supposed to be a fantasy section over there because if you look at the original logo there was a dragon in the march oh yeah that's right Mm. and that never came about either Uh. because that uh what was it supposed to be i think between i think it was either supposed to be be between asia and um dino land or between cat what was camp mini mickey and um africa be supposed to be over in that area, one of those two areas, and it's supposed to be a fictional, fictional thing. Hmm. That would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh. Come on, Disney, step it up. Yeah, <laughs> they are. It's called Avatar. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least you also get Star Wars. So that's true. You do get Star yeah. Wars. So, um, any final thoughts? Uh, yes, I have one final thought. Uh, I just wanted to say that my new podcast, Keepers of the Fringe, uh, has Never. finally released <laughs> has finally <laughs> released its first episode. You can go check it out on the Weeby Geeks website or on iTunes. Uh, so I'd appreciate it if you'd give us a listen. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you've been hearing us talk a lot about my Jin and Cassian theory. If you don't know anything about it, you can go watch it over on uh, Network 1901's YouTube page. And if you if you want to trash me in the comments, that's okay. Everybody's doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have thick skin to be in this uh, business. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta roll right off. <laughs> yeah. And you, then you just go cry about it later. But it's okay. <laughs> why, why is it most of the comments just say burn? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hmm, I, I I don't know. <laughs> now, when, when you talk about this theory, do do you go to places like Hot Topic to talk about it? Oh, oh, oh. You know, on a completely unrelated note, <laughs> I do love Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> See what? What? Nah, I don't know if we could do it anymore. <laughs> the horse is dead. Yes, <laughs> burnt away. <laughs> I was waiting for you, somebody to say just like Jen and Cassian, but nobody did, so I'll uh, yeah. <laughs> burn myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was uh, it's the only kind of problem that I had with the Rogue One is that was so depressing. I mean, it was like there's yeah. everybody dies. It's like it, it, you oh, couldn't have just saved one of these people. <laughs> like, nobody couldn't like like K two S O or somebody. Come on, the <laughs> droid doesn't even live. It's like come on, <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Uh, it's like I knew everybody was gonna have to die, but when it was happening, I'm like, "Well, I can't believe they're actually doing it." Right? Yeah, and they're killed by a guy who was already dead. Yeah, the Yeah, the sad irony. Yes. <laughs> well, it, it, killed it's by, like killed by all. Of- yeah, we're we're recording on on Wednesday the fifteenth, but I mean, it's like Darth Vader yesterday on the fourteenth. He was looking for love in all Duran places. Oh, uh, pulled out that old gem, huh? Wow. Yeah, it was a blast. Lucky it was a blast from the, the past. Uh, oh. <laughs> Need like a rim shot drop. No. Closest I could go would be uh, where did I put it? <laughs> I don't remember. Or the uh, oh, sad horned. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fitting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
True. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull one of these that we do over on Mighty Marvel Geeks. We'll we'll do it here. Oh boy. It's Family Feud Marvel Edition. <laughs> oh no. There's seven answers on the board. If you could use Ant Man's technology to shrink one of your possessions, which would you choose? Mm. Mm. So Shannon, since you're a guest of the show, Derek, we'll start with you. Uh, my car, I guess. Number three. All right. Shannon. Oh, God. I don't know. Um, the, uh, my backpack. It's too heavy. It's too big and heavy. Oh. (laughs) I knew I wasn't going to get it, but I'm just like, I have back problems, you know? Brett. Uh, my computer. Uh. No. No. Derek, back to you. Uh, jeez. Um, my, uh, couch? I don't know. Shannon. That's a tough one. After car, I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you got, like, the one. Um, and it wasn't, about, it wasn't even number one. I know. How about uh, Donald Trump's ego? <laughs> oh, burn. Oh. Burn. Um, your pet. Jeez. Uh, refrigerator? Refrigerator. (laughs) You know, if you want to save space, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Your house? Awesome. I thought that would have made sense. Yeah, Yeah, that's Shannon's out. Dang, what I got one more? Um, Geez. Mm, kids. <laughs> Easier to carry them around. Uh, and Brett's out. Chance to steal. Uh, but you got the only correct answer so far. Your bed? Number seven, dishes. Dishes. Number Why? six, cell phone. So, what, how much smaller do you need it? <laughs> well, considering how much bigger they're getting. Yeah, that's true. Who did you interview for these answers? I didn't. It's I got game. some issues with these people. Oh, it is. See, it, I know, right? It, it's getting to the point where the iPod or the iPad Mini is going to be the next iPhone. <laughs> I actually um, saw somebody with a very small, um, very small tablet at the dentist, and I was like, "Holy crap! Is that your phone?" I was like, "No, it's just a tablet." <laughs> <laughs> well, number, f- number five, camera. Camera. Huh. Number four, dresser. Hmm. Of course, yeah. And then number three. Three, car. Number two, stomach. Stomach? Interesting. That's what I was going to say that, but it wasn't, but it's not a possession. <laughs> I know, that didn't, yeah. I would not have guessed that. And the number one answer was debt slash bills. Oh, really? Uh, staring us in the face. <laughs> I never would have went in that direction. Uh, no. So. I was totally not thinking that way. Who made this game? I got some issues with them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I threw... I'd like to complain to the manager. Yes. I'm not yeah, sure really. who made it. I, I kind of threw the box away. I can look it up real quick. <laughs> you know what the sad part is? When I was listening to you guys play it on Mighty Marvel Geeks, I was laughing at, at everybody, but now it's not so funny. <laughs> 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 
bad reality. That's not as easy as you thought. Let's see. Mighty Marvel Geeks Family Edition is put out by Gamebox. Okay. Gamebox. So... Interesting. They make a Disney version. Of course. Uh... So, uh, well, if there's no more final thoughts, then we're just going to hit right to it. And if I can get on the right page and just ask, want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a... Science Fiction Club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.